Hello everyone, it's your host Farsi of the No Show Podcast. Quickly before the episode begins, I just want to give you a quick thank you for tuning in for the second episode of the first season. Um, I do have some like past episodes out for some reason, and I have not been able to delete them, but uh, just disregard them, I guess. Um, thank you for tuning in uh, onto the thing, and I hope you enjoy. Hello everybody, it's Farsi. Welcome back to the No Show Podcast. Today I'm joined again by my co-host, um, and today I think you kind of get the format if you uh, heard our last episode. Um, I set up a bunch of questions, hopefully start to, you know, intellectual conversation, and that's just how we go. Mm. All right. So, oh, hold on. I'm pulling up my notes. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. Uh, first and foremost, what was your biggest fear as a child? I feel like we talked. Did we not talk about this? This feels like a familiar subject. Nah, I don't think so. I think it's just a child thing that keeps coming up, but... Uh... You know, what was your biggest fear as, as a, like, when you were younger, I guess? I mean, I mean, that, that's something that kind of changes. Like, when, you, when you're very, very young, it's usually, like, uh, unrealistic shit, like, monsters under your bed and shit like that. And then you grow a little bit, and it's, like, when you're, like, late elementary school, it's, like, oh, I'm scared of, like, losing my friends. And then when you grow older, it's, like, I'm scared of being alone forever. And then it's, like, I'm scared of failing school. I can't, right. it's never really just one overall fear that kind of takes over your, your mind. I mean, now, uh, now my, uh, since, you know, when you grow, your perspective changes a lot on things. So now, like, my fears are different along with how I look at things. Yeah. But I remember, like, when I was younger, I was just afraid of, like, being stuck in an elevator. Like, that was my oh, I remember that, dude. Yeah. I forgot who it was, but we were <laughs> in an elevator and somebody was telling us about, like, some creepy pasta shit that happened in an elevator. That was me. That was you? That was me. You psyched yeah, yourself out. <laughs> that was me, bro. You psyched yourself yeah. out. You are terrified yeah, of elevators. That's... I told you about that, and then you were like, bro, why didn't you just tell me this shit after we get out the elevator? Yeah, no, elevators, I don't know, I'm scared of escalators, bro. Escalators are not that scary, bro. Imagine like, if they go backwards dope. or some shit. You go back, then you go back. And like, but, like, speed, it. like, it breaks, and the shit just, like, rolls down, and then your finger gets crushed as one of them, like, like, you know, like, how they, like, flatten themselves out. Like, your body gets crushed in that. So your body's not gonna get crushed in that shit, man. You you've heard of the accidents that happen with escalators, like where kids get no, their shit I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't. I've heard about shit in elevators, and I've heard about the creepy pasta in elevators. Nothing to do with escalators. Really, I've heard of like you know how like you have to step off before you get to the end, like that oh, yellow yeah, zone. Well, yeah, like there's people who yeah, like yeah. literally got their foot cut off from that because they weren't paying attention. I've heard that. I just heard. I just thought like, oh, when they told you that precaution, just in case you know you don't take like a misstep or something, so you like fall or something. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. I don't know. Some people are slow, and they have to give you that in advance. That would be a good name for this podcast. It's just like Reaping and Farsi talk for talk about escalators for like an hour. <laughs> Do you think is is suffering a necessary part of the human condition? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. there is no triumph without. Uh, there is no triumph without tribulations. So. Right. Yeah, I feel like it's more rewarding when you get something that you worked for rather than just, like, being given it because you can. Like, you know, working a week and making minimum wage to order to buy something that you've been wanting for a long time feels a lot better than, you know, just making it to your birthday and somebody giving you something that you asked for. Well, that's like, um, that's like, that's like, uh, the necessity to work on something to receive something i'm talking about like like suffering like uh like, like physical you know, suffering bad sh- no like just bad shit like suffering can be mental it could be physical it could be whatever just like 
I don't feel like it's necessary because there's definitely people who grew I... up extremely privileged who feel like they've lived and like they they have done what they need nah, to do, bro. But like those type of people don't know shit. Like you see those type of people and they don't even know how to like fucking cook ramen or something. I don't think it's necessary, but it's definitely helpful. Because if it was necessary, people wouldn't be able to survive without it. There's definitely people who can survive without suffering. I mean, your goal in life is to be comfortable to the point where you're not suffering anymore. But I I don't think it's necessary, but it's definitely a benefit because you understand more about how the world works and what to avoid rather than mm-hmm. somebody being born into a really successful and like rich family and then just being told don't do this don't do this it's it's you know most people are visual learners you have to be in the situation to really understand the dire like need to get out of it yeah so what would a society with no like nobody no suffering in the world what would a society like that be like what do you think the type of people would be like in that society indonesia no, Netherlands. <laughs> That's basically what it is, dude. The Netherlands are fucking amazing. Um, so you're talking like a like a kind of uh, utopia, kind of utopian kind of. Yeah, yeah, but uh, there's like um, I saw this, I saw this, I read this term where it was like uh, what was it? It was like uh, I forgot what the term was, but it was basically like a uh, utopia so good that it's actually like pretty devastating to the to humans. So dystopia. I forgot what the term was. No, no, not dystopia. Dystopia is like completely it's the opposite, obviously. But it was like a utopia where everything's so good to the point where it can actually be harmful. And I forgot. So it's like Wally what the term for that is kind. No, well, no, you, uh, I think Wally's a dystopia, man. Not like the world. I mean, like the little spaceship area. Like everything's so perfect there that you know there's bad shit happening. Like people. Getting well, fat. the reason it's the reason it's that way is because it's imperfect on Earth. Because oh yeah, Earth yeah, is, was destroyed. Yeah. But uh, I saw I read a story. Um, well, I, I read, like, a story where it was, like, this dude, and he was uh, going through some shit, and he went to a cliff, and then he saw, like, this random woman, and she, they, and she asked him, uh, what are you doing here? And he's like, I just want to be happy, yada, 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 I'm thinking of falling off, I'm jumping off. And then he wakes up, and then he said, uh, he says, oh, I wish, like, life was just comfortable, I don't have to worry about anything. And then he wakes up in a world where nothing is, like, bad. And then he goes back to the same cliff and the same woman asks him, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to jump off. I want some excitement. I want something different. Blah, 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 blah. And so I'm like, uh, would that be the situation where you're just like, everything's so perfect. There's like nothing that I really need to do here. There's no like reason to go anywhere. The reason why people want to be in the 1% or want to grab this or this or go do this difficult thing is because it's difficult. It's because not everybody can do it. It's because you have to work towards that. If, it was like where everything's comfortable and everything, everything falls into your lap. Would any of that like even matter? You know, would that mean anything? Mm. But it's like, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's on perspective. It's on whoever thinks about it. It's more about how much work you're willing to put in. You know, it's like, it's like a fucking video game. Like you have the ability to skip quests and shit, but then you lose information that you really should know that might help you out. Yeah, later on. yeah, yeah. Because I feel like, um. You know, I feel like you get a really good look at it, somebody when they're in the sh- in the gutter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you, that's when you like. If you're like, I mentioned this last uh podcast. I said or last episode. Sorry, uh, I mentioned how like everybody's there for you when you're fine, and when everybody's there when they want to encourage you to do something. But if you you like fall in the fucking gutter and you like like something bad happens to you or you're in trouble or something nobody's there nobody's know, for me it's Nobody... the, for me it's always been the opposite it's been whenever i'm in struggle i always have people who be like oh i'm here for you oh i'm here for you and then the moment they see you with happy they're gone 
They're like, they only want to see you when you're down. No, bro. I've never had like, it's like, uh, I'm not going to mention them on this podcast, but there's somebody who I check up on a lot mm-hmm. and I make sure they're okay. Cause I understand that they're in, like, they're the person that needs validation. Their person needs validation from other people. I don't live my life like that because I've never seeked other people's validation all the time. Mm. But I understand that. So I check up, like, are you good? Like, how are you feeling? It's like, whatever, right? But I never get that response back. Like, not not once have I gone, uh, you, are you okay? Are you doing good? I, they have never uh, caught up with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of like a one-way conversation. I'm, I'm trying to emotionally invest in this person, but I'm not getting any in return. Mm. It's like... I'm not trying to sound selfish, but to a certain like extent, you feel shitty when you're at home and you don't get a, like a text of somebody asking, like just ch- like asking if you're good. Mm-hmm. When you're you, if you constantly, if you constantly give a piece of yourself to other people but nothing in return, then you feel like um, like you're drained. You're, you're like you're just you know, yeah, you're just handing out free shit. You're handing out fucking samples at Costco. Yeah, I don't check up on people. I'm not like I, I'm not really proud of it. But it's just never something that I, I felt like I give a shit enough to do. Like, obviously, like, I, I really only communicate with four people on a constant basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and those people, like, you know, we talk, like, every day, every other day. So I don't feel the need to check up on them. Because, you know, if, if I don't see something visibly wrong with them or the, with the way they're acting, you know, I, I assume that everything's cool. But with everyone else outside of that circle, it's more like, I'm sure you guys have your close close friend group that is here to check up on you. So we're all in this situation where it's like we're all in different bubbles. So like you can handle your shit. It's kind of like somebody reaching out for help for, uh, or advice from you. Like if somebody comes up to me with relationship advice, it's like, yeah, I'm down to help you. But if I had the option to, I would rather you reach out to someone else. And it's not because I think mm-hmm. I'm unfit or because I don't care about you. It's just more like, you know, I don't feel like. It just feels random when somebody you haven't talked to in a long time decides to suddenly ask for a favor or help. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I felt that to a certain extent when they're, like, they, like, hit me up or they text me. I'm like, what do you want? You know, because it's so, like, unnatural for them to just want to talk to you. I feel like that's really shitty because, like, have you seen, like, videos where, like, like I don't know, like, uh, like somebody, like, like, like a Mr. Beast type thing where you give somebody something and they don't believe it because they just don't believe that somebody can do something nice for them without having something in return. Yeah. Like, it's it's to that it's to that point where everybody... Because, like, it's obvious that everybody lives in their own bubble and that's understanding. Like, whenever you pass by someone, you don't think, oh, they're living an exactly complex life as I am. They're, exi- they're living an exactly uh, matched, vivid life as I am. You don't think that. You're just thinking that's another person and I'm not probably going to see them again. Yeah. You know, they're a side character. But to them, you're the side character. And so it's like, it's kind of like that weird uh, per- dynamic. It's, it's, that it's, weird it's like a weird paradox. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I want this to transition to my next question. Um, what is the most important thing in a relationship? For me, I think you know this. Um, communication. I think the most important thing. Commu- well, communication is good. But for me, it's been like loyalty. Like I really... I feel like communication well, and loyalty kind of like you can't have one way without the other. T- without the other, of course. Because the thing is, if like somebody says some shit about this person and I don't communicate what they, if I don't communicate, like if it has something to do with you, and if I don't communicate with you, then you know, like what is that? What is that saying? What am I doing? Mm. Kind of thing. I don't know. No, I mean, yeah. it's just been like a yeah. Because I mean, the thing is, 
for the weird people who like open relationships and stuff, you don't need loyalty for that, but you need communication. So, because without that, you don't know if, if one person is actually dedicated their entire time to you and if they actually want to be with you or if they're cool, like, you know, talking to other people. So right. that's why I hold communication a little bit higher than loyalty. Although loyalty is still important. I'm not someone who's into open relationships. I'm just saying for those people, that's something that's taken into account. But definitely, like I said, you can't have one without the other. I think... In, in the context of a mutual relationship that's like a you both mutually agree to this type of relationship it's like i'm here both agree to this to gain stuff from you and we're okay with the fact mutually that we are allowed to see and talk to other people it's like uh i'm attached to you enough to want to continue doing shit with you but i'm not that attached to where i want to permanently just be with you yeah exclusively like publicly it's kind of that thing and that i kind of get i mean I, I wouldn't like I wouldn't want to be part of that type of relationship because I'm either a it feels dis- it feels not. disrespectful. It's more like oh I'm not good enough to be 100 percent of your time. So well to you because you, you're the type of dude that's like we in it or we not. Yeah, but to them like how, how I just explained it's either it's kind of like a I like you enough to want to continue like you know talking, but not enough for I want to be exclusive with only you. No, like in the least narcissistic way, I, I know my self worth and I wouldn't let myself. That feels like self degradation. Like so, it feels like degrading. Yeah, well, I mean... It's, it's like, hey, I like you, person. but I don't want to tell anybody. And it's like, oh, well, fuck, you know, I'm going to find somebody who actually gives a shit enough about me to want to, like, you know, show me out and shit. And I'm not saying I need that, because, like, you know, with the relationship I'm in right now, I, I'm very low-key about it. Like, outside of my main friend group, most people don't even know about it. I don't talk about her to other people. And I like it like that. It's not because I'm embarrassed or ashamed or I don't want to talk about her. It's just because, you know, I don't feel the need for other people's validation 24-7. Because at the end of the right. day... As much as you're trying to uh, and hide it, people get their own opinions, you know, and there's people who are going to be happy for you. And there's going to be people who, you know, are going to try and fuck up your relationship. So, you know, the more low key you keep it, the less other people's opinions have a chance of affecting you guys' dynamic. I mean, the thing is, with any form of relationship, there's always going to be like a there's always going to be just like in life. There's always going to be peaks and valleys. Right. If you can work through a, a, a valley then you're then you're like you're strong-willed you both are strong-willed enough to continue the relationship whether people know or not doesn't fucking matter to me personally oh yeah no me neither most of my relationships um in terms of like oh i'm talking to this person have been low-key just because excuse me have been low-key just because that's how i prefer it and that's how they wanted it because we're not dating unless we're dating it's kind of like a unless we're dating we're not out there yeah no even when we're dating it's more like i don't like like i like thank you for checking up on me uh, like to the outside people were like oh how's your relationship blah 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 but you know i don't that's not something i always want to be talking about i don't always want to be like oh you won't believe what happened with my girl it's just more like nah, whatever happens happens i don't feel the need to have female best friends just the same way she doesn't feel the need to be male have male best friends because you know that's why you're in the relationship in the first place Mm. if you if we're having an issue and you decide to talk to somebody else that's not their issue what do why are they into it like if you can't come to talk to me and fix the problem then fuck it go be with them mm-hmm. you know you're in that for that level of loyalty and communication like we said yeah right all right so um transition to my next question how do you define your family now stable and how do you define it stable stable i feel like through all the stuff that we've kind of gone through especially from my parents upbringing just basically that nomad lifestyle Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely stable. I don't know. I probably, I probably define it um, maybe problematic. 
because it's like uh at least for me the way i experience it is like uh you know whatever step i take it offends somebody else you know mm. like whatever if i move you know there's there's different ways i can move i can move to the left to the right behind me you know i can move in different directions right i'm a fucking actually i'm not a pawn i'm more like a fucking queen right i can move in i can move in any direction I can move in most of any direction. But if I move in to the left, it offends somebody who wanted me to move to the right. You know what I'm saying? And so that causes, like, internal issues. And I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, like, the more you, like, the more I've started to grow, the more I've started to see through people's bullshit, especially family. And that really sucks. Because you tend to put these members of your family on a pedestal. And you and like I'm not saying like they're I'm not trying to say anything negative about them. I'm just saying that, you know, to a certain extent, I can tell that they're not the hero I saw them as before. And that's like uh it's like the image. It's like the image you upheld for them for so long starts to get like tearing away, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And that's I feel like that's with everybody though. Like you grow up and you realize your family isn't as perfect as you thought it was, and this person doesn't like this person, and you know stuff like that internal issues mm-hmm. yeah and then, you know especially recently with my family there's been some small talks about some changes which i don't want to get into right now because none of it's confirmed but you know it's a bit it's it's going to be a big change of it i don't want to talk about it right now because like i said nothing's confirmed it most likely isn't going to happen so there's no point of saying it and get people like worried and all this shit but, I mean, regardless, we, you know, not we don't have to mention everything on the podcast. We just mention it on Facetime or something. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, there's some, there's something that you know that's going on with us, and it's gonna be a big change if it, if it ends up happening. So, mm-hmm. I'm worried about it. Like, I'm cool, because it, it, I'm always someone who's been kind of all over the place when it comes to adjusting to change. Um. You know, it's a very, it's, it's nerve-wracking for everybody. Change is a scary thing, but eventually you get used to it and you move on. It's just more about the people and the environment that you have to leave in the first place. Mm-hmm. I mean, external change for me, like people on the outside hasn't always, uh, you know, affected me that much. Like I, I was friends with like this person and then, uh, I don't know. And then, okay, let me tell the story. So I was friends with this person and then, uh, she grew feelings and then she we were texting if I wasn't that interested and she said if you're not that interested just tell me right now and I said I'm not that interested she literally asked me she said are you interested I said no and after that she started going off on me and then she completely hated me afterwards hmm. so it went from like a friendship thing to like a now I don't like you and now we're enemies kind of thing damn yeah and I was like uh and like I don't I don't hate any single person on this on this like I don't hate anybody like hate is a very uh strong emotion that i don't want to feel ever again and so you know like that kind of resentment they had uh of me like i I wasn't reciprocating that like i was just like oh i told you what I, you asked me directly and i gave you a direct answer and now you're mad because i answered your question no i've had that so much i know I, it's I so it's so weird it's so weird so like external stuff like that doesn't hasn't always affected me too much but like internal changes like when my environment changes when somebody new comes into uh, into my house or my life or something like that that's when like that's when like i get uncomfortable mm. you know like it's like it's like those sudden moments where like you feel like 
everything like everything stable that was going on in your household completely shifts and your household household doesn't feel the same the walls don't speak the same you know your freaking bed feels different it's like everything changes just because of this one action or this one thing that happens yeah and you can do nothing about it so you come home and it's like I didn't ask for this, but now I have to live with it. And that's, like, the shit that fucks me up the most. That's basically how fucking life plays out. I didn't ask for this, but now I have to live with it. Oh, of course. I mean, I mean, nobody asks for something bad. Nobody asks to people, be born. Nobody okay. asks to be born, and nobody wants anything bad to happen to them. But people unintentionally make their life fucking harder because of their decisions. Because they're uh, ignorant to their issues. Or they just don't see their patterns. And so once something bad happens... Because of as of a consequence, then they're like, "Oh my God, what happened to me?" Because you did you did this that that this time, and you did that, and now it's coming, and now it's like there's consequences to everything. Yeah, positive or negative, there's shit comes there's always circle. a repercussion. Yeah. There's a repercussion always, and so it's like nobody asks for anything negative, but I mean that isn't in a way how life works. It's like I didn't ask for this, but now I have to like deal with it. Yeah, it's, it's just like, that life is just a cycle of how it, it's basically just pushing you to see how much are you able to adjust to and accept before you break. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, sad, but, you know, we've been doing it for this long. I mean, bro, if, I feel like the most, I feel like, uh, you know, for me, when I didn't want to, like, do shit a day, I feel like I didn't have an option because I knew when I woke, when I opened my eyes, the sun was going to be up and I have to get up. Yeah. regardless and that really like you know that was really like uh i don't know that was really like that bad bad feeling where it's like i just want to stay here like i don't want to go anywhere i don't want to do anything because i feel like whatever i do i'm gonna do something bad i'm gonna be self-destructive again and then you wake up and it's like the sun is up and now you have to yeah now you have to get out of bed now you have to go to school or now you have to go here now you don't have an option it's like the sun forces you you know yeah in a way, I mean, you don't have to do anything. Like, legitimately, you don't have to do anything. You could just stay in bed all day if you wanted to. But because of certain uh, emotions of duty, I have to do this today or I have to do that or this is my responsibility or, like, I have to go to school. I have to do my homework. I probably won't do it, but I have to. Like, those certain, like, uh, false duties kind of fall onto you makes you feel like your arm is being bent. Mm. And so, like, you know, when I woke up, just me fucking existing felt like my arm was being bent. That was then. I'm fine now. But I'm just saying, like, back then, you know. So. No, yeah, I <clears throat> definitely understand that. Do you ever wish you were raised differently? Uh, nah, nah. Like, I think I was raised really really well for the most part not, not 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 about my environment just strictly the things i was taught as a child and the people i was around i feel like i had a solid uh in terms of the people that i was with i had a solid team with me you know and it, it's kind of like split up over the years you know like i i was born in a in a one-room apartment with my mom and my dad lived there for about a year and a half then we moved uh into another neighborhood with my grandma a neighbor, she was in an apartment below us and we were living on the second floor and I was basically raised by my grandma and my aunt until I was like four or five and then my mom raised me until I was 12 um, mm-hmm. 
with the with my dad just being in and out all the time, you know, because of work and everything. Um, nah, you know, when you have an all like a like a ninety percent female family growing up, you 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 learn a lot more about respect. When oh, yeah. when you grow up with a lot of men, from what I've learned, is more about uh kind of dealing with emotions, you know. No, you don't deal with shit when you're with. Cause you're conditioned, like inside the household and outside the household. As a as a guy, you're conditioned to not express those emotions. Right, that's what I'm saying. Dealing Me, with it, like they tell you, like this is how you yeah, deal with this. This is how you deal with no, that. And so, then when you're with women, it's more about like this is how you treat other people. It's more of an outside opinion, and that's why I feel like I'm uh, I grew up very open minded. Well, I I think um I think I was I've been raised as good as uh, as my mom could have done. Especially with the bad cards that she was given, um, I feel like my biggest my biggest inspirations in my life have been the women around me, and though not all the time have I been vulnerable vulnerable enough to express how I was feeling, I understood that I still had this group of people that were that had my back and that mm. you know gave me uh, a support system. Yeah. Regardless of that, it didn't save me from the external world, which taught me some very horrible shit. And even inside my household, like I like I had to go everywhere with my mom and we didn't always go to the best of places. And so it was just like, uh, I have to deal with this right now. But I understand that I understand what I'm being taught. And what I was taught was like, you know, you respect people, you you clean up after yourself, you know, all the little shit, all the hard work that a parent actually has to do. And I Mm. feel like in terms of that. Um, I feel like in terms of that, I, I would, I don't regret a single thing. I don't regret anything because I've, I've seen how other people around me grew up and like, now they're like, like, it's, it's some sad shit to see, you know, mm-hmm. when you're like, you were, you were, you like this person and you were close with this person and you see them nowadays and they're like, uh, you know, they're just like, so you just, they just appear so far gone from what, who they used to be. And you're like, damn, bro, you don't have any like self-control. You don't have any self-respect. I don't know like when you look at other people you like when I when I was growing up when I saw the type of people I saw I I wasn't like uh in in most situations since you're a vulnerable kid and you you're like a sponge you know you're like oh I want to be like that person oh he looks cool doing that oh my god he looks oh those cigarettes look cool all that drink looks cool but for me it was a complete opposite it was like a I don't want to be that I don't want to be this person but I learned all of that from my house, from my mom. And so, like, in terms of that, I feel like if I hadn't had the support system I had, I would have been so fucked, bro. I would have no, been, yeah. like, in some shit, like, all the time. And it's, like, I guess in that sense, I, I don't I don't wish I was raised differently. I mean, yeah, there's pros and cons to every lifestyle. And... You know, I've grown to be comfortable with, you know, the negatives and the pros of my lifestyle. So why change? Why change it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. What's a relationship deal breaker for you? What's a, like an instant, like, I don't want to fuck with this person anymore. Boy, best friend. <laughs> no, not like relationship as in like that. Just like any relationship. Like oh. Friend, like, a you know, just in general. Oh, somebody who can't be themselves, can't be seen in public with me. Like, somebody who's, like, and it's a higher status quo, like, who who is, uh, 
more more popular and they they feel for, for some reason like oh yeah when we're alone yeah we're really cool but in public I, I don't want to talk to you like i don't want to do that i don't want to be seen with you it's like oh well all right go back to your little friend groups who will fucking judge you on who you talk to like fuck you someone who's entitled yeah yeah no 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 that's some narcissistic shit like what you gonna you gonna fucking ignore me like that just because of like it, it doesn't even have to do with your personality or anything it's just you don't know as many people as them so therefore you are held at a lower standard i think for me i so much dislike the victim complex like that shit is so fucking annoying when you're like you, you know those type of people right? yeah where the they constantly complex, talk about like, all the stuff they've been through and, and, and it's like i well, feel like I mean, you're the only one like i have no problem with you mentioning like obviously if you have, if you went through some traumatic shit don't hide it i'm not saying you hide it but like if that's if if anything that happens to you you blame it on that it's getting to the point yeah, where it's like no 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 it's like uh with whatever happens it's like they always have an excuse on the ready or like let me give you like a this isn't necessarily like a victim complex uh but it's like an example that of something i really dislike where it's like oh we have a test on this next week blah blah, blah. oh my god i'm gonna fail like what the fuck what kind of mentality is that shit you oh, already I mean, failed that's, that's just more, by saying that that's more that's more Okay, that's a more passive way of what I was. I, I was thinking yeah, more yeah, like yeah. I was thinking more like if 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 someone's talking shit about you and you call them out and you're like, hey, what's going on? They're like, oh, I'm sorry, I was beat as a child. It's yeah, like, I was talking. That's what I was talking about. But I, I said it has nothing to do related to victim complex. I was just giving an example. Oh yeah. yeah but yeah. in victim complex, I mean like uh, like um when you call like how you said when you like yo like why did you like why the fuck would you like the other day like uh remember when my uh when one of my family members is here. And then she gave me, like, this passive-aggressive shit. And I was like, yo, what's wrong with you? And she's like, you should know what's, what's wrong. And I'm like, no, I shouldn't. What did I do? And so she internalized, like, a bunch of shit. And then she threw it out on me. And I'm like, yo, you can't do that. And she's like, I'm sorry. It's it's my mom and it's my blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, you can't just keep doing that shit. You can't just yeah, you're keep never gonna putting yourself your as the victim. If you can't accept them. I mean, look, I've been titled a... Uh, I've been titled uh, egotistical asshole with a god complex, but at least I'm not, I don't, like, at least I'm self-aware enough to where I've tried to work on it, and I have, but I just can't stand people like that. That shit is so annoying. Or, like, when at random times, they just, like, mention something, like, in a random conversation, they just, like, turn it about their trauma. It's like, look, we all got a sob story to some extent, and it's fine. We can talk about it all we want, but let's talk about it in private. Let's talk about it when the mood is right, not just, like, Oh yeah, Stacy said this. Oh, stay. Ah, oh, I know that because my fucking dad did this, blah 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 and blah blah blah. And you just make the whole conversation about how you're like this sad, sad person. It's like what? I don't like, like. Yeah, no. Uh, no. Talk about it later. Like why? Or like people they just make everything just like like oh I'm so depressed and they use depression as like a fucking personality trait. What the fuck is that shit? Yeah, no. I like. Like even even when I was fucking depressed, I didn't use that shit on everybody. Oh no, I'm so sorry. I didn't turn into homework. I'm depressed. Like fuck all that. What the fuck? Are you, like what is that? Yeah, no. So I had a, I had a girl in my ELA class currently, and it's this really 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 fucking annoying girl, and it's gonna sound really weird when I explain why. But so basically, so she's she's a lesbian, right? And I have no problem with that. I have no problem, like, do, do, be whatever you want to be. Do whatever you want to do. But I don't think I've ever heard her say a sentence where she doesn't mention her sexuality. Mm-hmm. She's always like, oh, let's play Girl in Red. It's a lesbian thing. You wouldn't get it. Oh, I, it feels so good being a lesbian. It's like, yeah, cool. Like, 
shut the fuck up sometimes. You'd hear me walk into class like, oh, look at my dick. It's a straight thing. You wouldn't understand. Like, yeah, it's really yeah. annoying. And all she does is talk. And then, you know, I was like, all right, she seems like a smart girl. She looks nice. She She's really nice to other people. She's loud. But, you know, most of like, I assume she does her shit. And then one day I hear the teacher call her up and he's like, you literally haven't turned in a single assignment this entire quarter. And the thing is, in that class, we don't get homework. He just does it. He literally gives us the answers. And she has not turned in a single assignment. She's like, oh, sorry, some stuff going on at home. He's like, no, it's not. We do all this stuff in class. There's no excuse for this. Get your shit together and turn in the work. Like, mm. it's just all about those excuses. This shit is so annoying. That's like, that's like another thing, bro. I just, I can't stand people who don't put effort. That's like, that's like the bare minimum. Yeah. Like, trying is the bare minimum. That's like when, whenever, like, uh, I've given, like, uh, some sort of advice to someone. I'm like, yo, like, at least try. Like, that's more than what most people do. Just try. Exactly. Just give it something. But, like, whatever you want to do, let it fucking kill you, bro. Like, internalize that shit. Let, let that shit become your obsession. Like, l- involve yourself in that. Don't just be, like, half-ass something and just let it unfinished. Like, try. Yeah. Like, I can't stand people who are, like, just make up excuses. Excuses are not reasons. The reasons are like, I got shot or some shit. Okay, okay, yeah, sure. You didn't turn in the homework because you got shot. Fine. But it's like, no, not like some, like, like, dude, I gotta tell you, man, like, before when I was like, always making up excuses for why not, I was not doing stuff in class, bro. Like, that's not fun. That's not fun at all. When you're coming up to class and you already know, like, the teacher's gonna ask you where the project is at and you're just like, hmm. And you have to make something up every single day. It's like, ah, dude, that that ruins your whole like, fu- that fucks up your tempo. Yeah, yeah, no, I I can't. It's it's a weird it's dynamic with that. Just get shit done, bro. There's no excuse for that. Yeah. All right, so we're we're coming to the home stretch now, guys. <clears throat> How has your perspective on the world changed over time? I feel like we mentioned this earlier, but we didn't, uh, we haven't delved into it too much. How's my perspective maybe? on what? On the world changed over time as you've matured, as you've changed, as you've grown. It, it gets worse, to be honest. Like, you know, a child is the most innocent form of a human. Uh, mm-hmm. And you're, you, you know, whatever you are taught, the more you know, the, the older you get. So growing older and really just seeing all the shit going on. It's always been something I've wanted to distance myself from, but you can't really escape all the shit that's going on, especially in your community around you, you know. Uh, especially our area with a pulse shooting that happened. It feels like a fucking thousands of years ago, but that was one of the, like, biggest events that's happened in terms of, like, mass, like, modern-day mass shootings and shit. And it's just like, I try and avoid news, but at the end of the day, you know, one way or another, you go on Instagram and you see some shit going on, you're like, oh, damn. And then you hear everybody talking about it. It's like one way or another, you can't really escape everything that's going on. Right. It's just like, I try and stay in my own lane, but at the end of the day, your own lane is the world's lane. So you can't really run too far while staying Um, on the planet. Yeah. I feel like I'm not going to, you know, give like a long ass drawn out explanation, but the best way I can describe my perspective now as I've grown is uh, is with like one of Banksy's quotes, and I might uh, paraphrase a little bit. He said, um, I originally set out to save the world, but now I'm not sure I like it enough. And for me, it's this. I originally am setting out to save the world, but now I'm not sure I like it enough, yeah. which is the exact reason why I want to save it now, because I don't like it. And so I want to like it enough by the time I'm fucking dead. So 
that's a I don't know that yeah I thought yeah that's a that's a good enough reason to I don't know it's just you, you there's many different outlooks you know like I use this people say like oh try and find out one good thing that's happened every week and then mm-hmm. it's like yeah like yeah, yeah yeah but like keep in mind news outlets don't go for good shit like you look at it, it's always oh an accident happened oh there was a mass shooting today it's like yeah, it's like even fucking world hunger could be solved one day and they'd still be like, oh, some dude tripped on a rock and bust his head open today. Or, or they talk about it for like one week and then completely forget. Exactly. And that's the shit that happens. You know, it's it's mostly cancel culture too. Like people's attention span is just so fucking short nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy how fast things happen and how quickly we forget. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, Um, I feel like... uh. I feel like each person has their own custom perspective just because it reflects who they are. If you are a person who hasn't gone through like a process of some sort of healing, then you're going to hate the fucking world and you're going to just be like, oh, uh, why did this happen to me? Whatever. Like, that's how you can look at the world. Mm-hmm. Um, with the, with me, who has, I feel like I'm much more like mellow now in my life. I feel like I'm just like what, much more like just oh, let me just do my thing and fuck everyone else, you know? Um, I care about the people I care about, and that's it. I don't need to worry about anybody else. I feel like that's how I am today, but at the same time, um, I don't know. I feel like uh, it all depends on how much attention you want to give to yourself. If you give yourself more attention and you start working on who you are, you might see the world differently. and You might appreciate things more or appreciate things less. It all depends on the person. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Now we're really in the home stretch. What life lesson did you learn the hard way? Oh, what life lesson that I learned the hard way? Nobody gives a fuck about you. Mm. I feel like that's as as bare as you can put it. No one gives a fuck about anything you do or have to say unless it benefits them and it benefits them doesn't necessarily have to be a good thing it's not you doing something good for them it's you saying something that they can benefit off like if you say some racist shit or something that could get you in hot trouble and they speak on it they gain credibility and they gain attention you know they gain respect meanwhile they're just spitting on you they're beating a dead horse it's like nobody really mm. fucking cares especially if you're doing good no one wants to hear about that you know like no one wants to see somebody thrive in being a position that they want to be in themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would I, it's like, I've been putting in all this work and then somebody, somebody puts in half the work and makes it, why the fuck would I support them? You know, it just right. feels like I'm taking time out of my journey to the top. And it's kind of like, it, it goes all over the place. It's just, no one really fucking cares about anyone at the end of the day. We're all destined to the same fate. We all came from the same place, you know, like, support is mostly materialistic oh excuse me i just fucking burped for me the one of the hardest lessons i have learned um is probably okay let me just drop in like the side quest lesson this is like the side mission before i get to the main one i learned your decisions literally have the most your decisions have more weight to them than you could ever imagine and i mentioned it last uh pod, uh last uh, episode where i said uh whether you want to or not you always affect people yeah. you affect yourself and you affect everyone every single day whether you want to or not 
the main one that I learned the hard way is nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody, no one, you don't mean shit and you aren't shit unless money's involved. Yeah. Like, and it's true. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I feel like, um, you know, when you don't have money in your life, that's all you think about. Cause that's all you see. And even as a kid, that's all I saw, even though I didn't have to fucking worry about it. Cause it wasn't my job. You go to the gas station and then you have this much. It's like, oh, fuck money. You go to the grocery store, fuck money. You go here, fuck money. You know, or it's like you go to the grocery store, pull out the calculator. Is this in our budget? Can we pay for this? We have to pay for rent in a month, you know? So all you see is money. I imagine, obviously, when you have money, you you have to, you have more time to focus on the minutias of life. Shit that doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, truthfully, uh, the cheapest currency is money because you don't you can't bring that anywhere else once you're fucking dead right i feel like and the most expensive currency in life truly is time that is the most expensive currency because the thing is you can give it and you can receive it but you can never take it back Mm -hmm. you can get back a dollar you can get back you can give out one dollar make two back doesn't matter so you'll just you'll be plus one in the you'll be in the green right yeah but with uh time time is a very very uh tedious thing it's very complicated exactly you know i can i can give you my time like oh uh somebody invited me to a party but let's say like you one day you're like oh i'm not feeling good today like ah i I need someone to talk to i'm gonna stay on call with you i'm giving you my time yeah and one day the same thing happened to me and you give me yours and so i'm receiving it and i'm giving it but i can never take it back i can never like fucking rewind me talking to you and I feel like, you know, uh, if you mix time and money, you get peace of mind. And peace of mind is the most valuable currency there is. Peace of mind is very valuable. I feel like peace of mind. But peace of mind comes at every single scale, not just when, like, you're at the top when it comes to money. Oh, no, that's, that's, why, no. that's why I'm saying, like, homeless people, I feel like, like a lot of homeless people I've met have the clearest peace of mind. Because there's mm-hmm. once you're at the bottom, there's not really much worse you can go. And I'm not saying, you know, that's good. It's just more like that realization that the only place to go is up. Well, yeah, that's why I say like uh, money is the cheapest form of currency because it only really gives you anything unless you have lots of it. You know what I mean? Mm. With peace of mind, it comes at every scale. It comes with you locking your doors and feeling like, you know, oh, I'm safe now. That's peace of mind. You know you locked your doors. You know you're cool. So it comes at every scale. It comes at, you know, at, at various points in life, no matter who you are. So, yeah, it is valuable form of currency. Uh, I believe so. Mm-hmm. All right, last question of the episode: Where does your self worth come from? Like, what is its origin? My self worth. Um, it comes from me. Yeah, yeah. There's. I don't. Th- I don't want to thank anybody. Like in the le- Like I don't know. I feel like I've said a lot of shit that Michael Boss is narcissistic. I don't have a God complex or anything related to that. I'm, I I don't view myself as higher than anybody or lower than anybody. I view myself as human being and I view everybody else as the same. But with that being said, I don't really have many people to uh, thank for my ego. Everyone has ego. Mm. You can call yourself the most mm. humble people on the earth have ego. If you call yourself humble, you have an ego. Egos everywhere. No, dude. Yeah, everybody, everybody has an ego. It just depends on to what size. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and then it's like... Um, I think I think I'm a very capable person. I think if I put my mind to something, I accomplish it. I think I'm a very talented person, and I feel like mm-hmm. the things that I choose to pursue career-wise, I think I excel at more than the average person, especially at my age. 
I just don't feel the need to push that all the time. You don't see me on Twitter being like, I am Steve Jobs, Walt Disney in the flat. Like, no, I would just be like, fuck it. I, I got this new shit I'm working on. And it's, and you know, if people receive it well, it may be like, yeah, cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't need people to tell me like, oh, this shit is really good. I'm bumping it. It's like, yeah, I know. That's why I made it. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. That's not um, um, yeah, uh, I feel like I'll save my response for a future interview or some shit. Because mm. I, have, I have so much to say on this question. Oh, yeah, me too. But, I feel like I'm scratching the surface. Thankfully, uh, this is this is uh, this is the end of the episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for joining me again, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, next episode, we're going to have a second guest, which is our uh, third best friend, our, our guy, our other person. Um. Yeah. Interesting conversation, man. Thank you for joining me. Yeah. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. Uh, tune in for this episode. Hopefully, uh, we get some. You know, another great conversation. Thank you, everyone who uh, tuned into the podcast. I promise the next episode will come sooner than later. And uh, thanks for joining in. Uh, see you later.